Did you know we live stream the recording of this podcast every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Facebook, Rumble, Twitch, Kick, and X? Come join us. Hey, hey, Boomer Bunker Prime Time. Thursday, September 30th, Boomer Bob here with fellow rage quitter John J. Jamingo. How you doing, Hello, everybody? Yeah, I'm a rage quitter from what I found out. I Me quit too. podcasts. Who knew, right? I don't know. I quit Patreons. I quit podcasts. I quit Discord servers. I, I ban people. I, I don't know, I guess. I, yeah. Uh, but the, uh, to be honest with you, a good rage quit, it has to be authentic. Like you can't practice it. You can't fake it. Everybody knows when you're faking it. We're not like women, Bob. When women fake it, we basically don't know. Is all I'm saying. I can't stop looking at this Powerball. $620 million. I, I'm sorry. I, I don't know where you want to go first. No, that's fine. Holy mackerel. $620 million. Go ahead and pull it up. Well, I wonder what the cash value is on that. I wonder if I could give that a Google real quick. I, I know Powerball.com will tell me. And... Yeah, um, apparently it's the um, now the largest was 1.6 billion back in January of 2016, and mm-hmm. the Powerball jackpot was last hit on June 5th in Florida with a single winning ticket that worth nearly 286 million dollars. Since then, there have been 38 drawings without a grand prize winner. Wow! So it's 40. It was like $446 million. It's $446 million cash payout. Is that now, all? I don't know. Keep it. <laughs> right? Anybody got that? All right. So, so you just say 446. So it's two. If you pay taxes on it, it's $223 million. My God, what would you do with $223 million? <sighs> Anything I want. Remember the old bit we used to do uh, on the on the the bullhorn, uh, we do a uh, billionaire shit. Yeah, good God. Mm-hmm. Billionaire shit. Uh, well, you're not a billionaire. You're only a two, you know, you only, only have 200 million. Yeah. I'll I, tell you the first thing I would do. Billionaire shit with that much money. First thing I'd do is move out of this country. So I didn't, so I didn't give it to the government every 50, 55 minutes. So try to get in hire, your hire a consultant team. To, uh, to, to well, no, to find where where's the best place to live with that kind of money and be a right. king or, or whatever, and not have to deal with bullshit, bullshit you know, low risk, all that. Yeah, <laughs> she says I agree with Bob. They can keep that money. Yeah, you know, it might be a curse because then it depends on if you can see. Some states make you declare it in other words you have to come out and go on stage and they and they put your name out there and that means that any tom dick and harry can find your name and then basically extort money out of you but there's other places where you can make a corporation and you you put it under the corporation and nobody really knows but i mean if somebody wants to get to you i guess they can but yeah i mean god your kids 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 couldn't spend all that money it would be nice not to have to worry about money anymore. Just saying. You still worry about it. You think so? Yeah. 
I don't know. I think I would lock it up in some kind of, I think I would lock it up in some kind of investment account and keep like 3 million and just live my life, you know, doing different things. Going to, I would go to, I definitely would go one year next year to the world series of poker and I would play in the main event and I would play in a bunch of, I would play in events that whole, that whole week of tournaments that they have down there. What's the buy-in for that? Does it vary or? The buy-in for the main event is $10,000. And they usually get thousands of players, like four or five. I mm-hmm. think one time it was 8,000 players. And then it's they also have. Event, a, though. It's got to be big. Right. And then they have these high roller events where it's $50,000 buy-in. Oh. That, knocks the, that knocks the field down. But I would, you know, if we have that kind of money. See, it's easier to play against good players than it is to play against stupid players or dumb or bad players. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're playing against a good player, you kind of can get the range of hands they're doing, what they're going to do. Yeah. You can read them. You can read them. But when you get some ding-a-ling nitwit out there, that you have no idea what kind of hand you, you can't put them on a hand or anything. You have no idea what they're thinking. There's no logic, no pattern. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. It's so hard to play them. Uh, But, you know, it would be fun to go out there and hang out in Vegas, play a bunch of tournaments. And then come back. That's one thing I would definitely do. And then I think I would get a motorhome and I would follow. And this is so stupid. I would follow around the NHRA drag racing, you know, where all the national oh, events yeah, are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would just go every week and just go to that, you know, to each event and watch it one time. Go to, you know, wherever they go in the United States. There's usually two weeks between them. So you have time to get there and set up and. And that the most fun. interesting ones of those are in Colorado, and it's so different there because the air is, is way different because they're so far up uh, altitude-wise that the, yeah. the uh, cars have to be tuned differently. Sure they do. Yeah, they do. Well, they yeah, basically. You know where one of the best places for them to run fast is? Is the track in Pennsylvania, right outside of Reading, Pennsylvania, uh, right. Maple Grove Drag You know why? Because there's so many trees there from the mountains it it uh produces so much oxygen and you're slow you're lower closer to sea level wow and they can really really output some horsepower wow so, yeah interesting. it's fun pretty cool well if you won the powerball you might be able to withstand what's about to happen with dollar tree oh no yeah well you know it's gonna have to be for america Five dollars. Yeah, um, things are going to be going up the Dollar Tree. Uh, items, items that can go for a dollar twenty-five to a dollar fifty will soon be found in the mix at some locations amid the typical assortment of one-dollar products. Now, I think what they're going to do is they're going to like section off an area of the store or an aisle of the store. For so one Yeah, that way they're. But doesn't that kind of screw everything up? You know, because you, you never have to do a price check there. You don't have to wonder. Oh. Well, I, okay, I get that part of it, but like, there's that below five. You ever, do you have them down there where you live? Five below, below yes. Five below, yeah. five below. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, if you're going to Dollar General, I've never been no, to Dollar General. No, Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree. Mm-hmm. A Dollar General is different. They have them here. I don't know if I don't know if they have a Dollar Tree here. Oh, uh, they're all like, yeah. Dollar Trees are pretty popular here. Mm-hmm. Um, we just we just had one open. I haven't been to one uh, in probably like a damn decade, and we had one open here, and we went. Me and the wife went. And I was kind of like, damn, I can't believe all this crap's only. How do they make money off this crap? Like, it's crap. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. basically crap. I mean, you you know they've got to make fifty cents. 
So you know they have to buy it for fifty just to make oh, it. Okay, this is going to sound ridiculous. Um, I've been we I we have a, a butter dish. It's made out of glass. It's clear glass, and I hate it because it's glass. It's clang. It bangs and it's so I wanted one made out of plastic. You know, you put put your butter, take it out of the damn uh, you know mm-hmm. wrapper, and put it on a butter dish, and it has a lid. Well, you I wanted well, fancy Bob. I, I I went to Walmart and and they I don't need a nine dollar freaking butter dish and it's got a little door on it and they, it's just too much to clean. Go to the Dollar Tree room, boom, there it is for a buck. There it is. It's a it's a Chinese plastic butter dish that gives off uh, cancer causing emits cancer. Right, because the one at Walmart doesn't do that at all. I'm just saying it's it's it's, it's just an example of when you're when you're not looking for it, you find it just like love. I w- okay, I like that idea. Yeah. Uh, you know what it's what's happening now that they can't. Pretty soon, I guess you're not going to be able to get anything like that because all the shit that's coming from China, they can't get it into the they can't get it into the country. They're all sitting outside. It's like a big giant parking lot out there in the. California because they can't unload these boats, ships, whatever, fast enough. I don't know. The whole thing's screwed up. Well, it says uh, annual inflation in the U.S. reached 4.2% in July, the highest in three decades. Thank you, Joe Biden. And this week, in an appearance before Congress, Fed Chair Jerome Powell said that the price increases have worsened amid snarled supply chains and rising labor costs. So. Yeah, because there's every boat that's sitting offshore. There's the the clock is still ticking. The the meter's still running. They're still getting paid. So again, I don't know what the. I, I, again, why can't they unload these ships all of a sudden? They still, now all of a sudden we don't have truck drivers. Now all of a sudden we don't have trucks. I heard, and I don't know if this is true because I'll use the phrase I heard that. I love the fact that the, they're deciding to run their cars up and down the road here today with no mufflers. That's nice. Sorry, people. Cat converters getting stolen, man. We talked about that the other day. Yeah. Previous episode. They said that California will not let trucks under a certain year into the state because of emissions. Well, I mean, come on. We're it's kind of an emergency now. Can't we just drop that for a little while till we catch up and just let these trucks come in and, and load up and get the hell out? Well, I've been watching videos of you know truck drivers that are like you know this is my 1999 blah 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 and they they explain that you know they don't like them old or newer than 1999 because they have all the crap on them that you know limits you in time and and all the other things so i don't know that's what yeah so they can't use their older trucks to go into california which is where all the loads are loads where all the loads are love it yeah I, I don't know what it's like where you are but the grocery sh- uh shelves here you can normally they're packed to the gills they're bare like there's a we're out of a lot yes. of shit around here the, the the only thing that shows any real signs like i went the other night with uh, the wife to uh publics and the only thing that had some you know vacancies was the paper aisle where the like toilet paper and paper tiles but there was still plenty of that stuff up there just certain brands were Already sold out. I'm going to guess it was the ones that were on sale, whatever. But um, the article says here that the company has already begun testing higher prices at several hundred of its nearly 8,000 locations in a section of the store called Dollar Tree Plus. 
with items that can go for as much as $5. Boy, you know, you put that in the cart and there, people are like, damn, big bowler. I just got this $5 thing from the Dollar Tree. That's how that's how cool I am. I'm whoa, balling. Whoa. He must not be on food stamps. I must be like a rapper. I can afford the $5 aisle at Dollar Tree. <laughs> Yeah, that that's gonna be new, you know, rap lyrics. It'll be like, I got this in the five dollar aisle. I'm a bowler. I'm a five dollar aisle bowler. <laughs> There's a. I got a couple of uh, people who should have maybe gone that route. Here, let me share this video with you. I love it when you wow. run the show, Bob. Keep, I keep hitting the. Wrong I love, one. love, love when you rub the show because I'm just sitting here enjoying talking. Yeah, I got my fans. I get it. Hands down my pants. This guy's giving me a desire to, if I knew where to find these kind of videos, I would love to narrate. This guy's got a great narration voice, and I kind of want to try it just for myself. Okay. Here we go. What in the Kentucky Fried Crack Rock is going on here? Let's rewind. It all starts with this couple. Let's call them Luann and Buck, who decide to use a stolen credit card to buy a can of pop. But the store owner is suspicious and calls the fuss. When the cops arrive, Buck says, fuck this pop and fuck Luann too, pushes her into the cop and tries to make a run for it. But the cops are hot on his trail and facing down a barrel, Buck decides to pick up a pack of sunflower seeds. Yeah, yeah, good job, Buck. Good job. What were you going to do with that? In all the commotion, Luann makes a break for the back and she has the bright idea to crawl through the vents. Like this is some kind of Mission Impossible diamond heist or something. And just as police are corralling Buck, the heavens open up and here comes the wind. She finally decides that it might be time to give up the jig. How is she going to get out? There's no, is, is there a door to the roof up there? I, I don't no, Dude, do me a favor, roll that back and let's let, let's watch her hit that goddamn thing again. Oh man, it bent, bro. Oh, here we go. Here she watch comes. For falling, watch for falling meth heads. Doosh. Oh, head, head almost hit, that shelf saved her because her head was going first. If it hit oh. there. Bye bye, sister. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, this guy, obviously, his name is at S underscore Johnson underscore voiceovers. If you like his voice and want to give him some work. There's a, another TikTok a guy. I can't think of his name. I'm a big fan. And basically what he does is he stitches someone asking a question. So someone will say, you know, how do you end up uh, picking apples in in October? And, you know, that'll be a thing. And he'll come in and he'll go with your hands. Hey, did anybody ever tell you? And then he'll to give you a fun fact. And it's so funny that he the way he does it. Uh, I'm a big fan. Uh, he just started doing this a little while ago. I, th- I tell you what, I love TikTok. I mean, I don't care what anybody says. It's great. Enter- it's better than what's on TV right now. I can watch TikTok for an hour. I can't watch it, anything that's on TV now for an hour. It just annoys me to death. It's all PC, woke garbage. All propaganda. All propaganda. All propaganda, Bob. That's what I'm saying. Propaganda, John. Hollywood left just trying to brainwash everybody in the country. Yep. Propaganda, brainwash. What are we allowed to say before we get? We're not. We're not allowed to talk about anything. Misinformation will get tossed off of YouTube. Well, that's why we're going to let other people do it in video clips. The 
wasn't us. It was them. It wasn't us. Off of videos I pulled from YouTube. So therefore, I can't. How would that be funny? Would be if we got booted off of YouTube for playing a clip of a YouTube video. Oh, it's happened. It has. Oh yes. Um, Revenge of the Sisters had that happen to them. Oh my god. Yeah, they had a video taken down. So Ford and SK Innovation, which SK stands for South Korea is to spend $11 billion, I think it's $11.4 billion to be exact, uh, to create 11,000 jobs on new United States EV and battery plants. Uh, the investment includes two lithium-ion battery plants in central Kentucky. Now they're going to be twin plants, so they'll, they'll be on the same side, I think. Okay. Uh, and a 3,600-acre campus in West Tennessee called Blue Oval City. Uh, hmm. The plans bolster President Joe Biden's call for companies to onshore supply chains amid a global shortage of semiconductor chips that has disrupted several industries, including automotive. Okay, so they're going to make batteries, but they're also going to make chips, or are they just going to make the batteries? Well, uh, it's... So this is probably a battery plant. It's about time somebody started making... vehicles. Uh, they're going to produce electric vehicles and batteries, it says here. Okay. So... so Again, I know that they want by what 2020 no, 2030 they want all gas-powered vehicles off the road. They only want electric. Well, if they keep uh jacking up gas prices, that's going to happen on its own because we won't be able to drive anywhere. Okay, but still you have to produce the electricity. Where is that coming from? Coal. It's, usually, yeah. <laughs> it's coming from coal. I don't know. People Bob, people are stupid. I'm gone. That's my theme of the day. People are stupid. We do stupid shit. Well, I made some notes. Hey, thanks for the pop up. Um, I made some notes about it. Now, the thing about uh, lithium ion batteries, these batteries require more than just lithium. These are chemical mixtures. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Something else popped up uh, that are used for certain applications like Say, okay, lithium cobalt oxide. How about lithium iron phosphate, lithium nickel manganese cobalt oxide? They also include a heavy demand for copper used in the charging facilities and power distribution networks, as well as the recycling process of EV batteries. Now, the mining process for lithium requires 500,000 gallons of water to mine one ton of lithium. So let's let's. So anybody who has a modern HE clothes washer in their house, mm-hmm. the reason you're only allowed to use three gallons is because, well, climate change. But these guys get to dump 500,000 gallons into mining one ton of lithium. It's, again, it just doesn't make sense. It's stupid. Have you, looked, have you ever seen a uh, lithium mine, like an image of a, a, you know, a, of a, a lithium mine? I can't say that I have, Bob, to be quite honest with you. And not that I care to either. I don't really care. It looks like a big crater that hit the earth. Oh, so basically it's a strip mining kind of thing. Like they, don't, they, yeah, so, they dig big giant holes and okay. For example, okay, the damage it does. Uh, okay, mining activities at one mine in Chile has already consumed 65% of the area's water. There are also toxic chemicals used in the separation process that include hydrochloric acid, which can affect the local area's air quality. Great. Drought, droughts have been caused by using up all this water that leads to dried out vegetation and thickens, sorry, threatens livestock farming in those areas. 
not to mention that you know lithium-ion batteries uh they're sensitive to high temperatures and if the battery is completely discharged it is ruined uh, there's yeah. also the risk of them bursting into flames which we've seen here in the last couple of months we've seen it was an issue i think it was the chevy volt or bolt that they can't put them out of water there was a, a recall on them. no they they cannot put these out with just a fire hose from the uh, hydrant they have to bring a special ke- chemical that's made for it, like a foam so to try to this stuff out yeah so i mean while i can appreciate the technology i think it's great for phones for drones that kind of stuff um you know battery powered stuff but we're not there yet just don't i don't think dumping 11.4 billion into a couple of plants here is is really i just think there's a better way just we just haven't found it yet here's the deal capitalism always wins so in other words if they can't make these things work they'll go by the wayside in other words they'll die uh they'll just die a death like uh the etzel did and uh and these other things and then they can push this bullshit all they want but if it's not practical and it's not convenient people won't buy them well you've you've been in the auto industry like you back when you were a kid you know like your grandfather whatever owned a auto shop or something like that gas station my grandfather was an auto mechanic my uncle was an auto mechanic my father was an auto mechanic my two cousins were you guys so you've heard the stories and the lore over the years of you know back in 19 like 72 some guy invented a car that would like a way to just uh put this one part on a carburetor and it would uh it would get 100 miles of the gallon some certain yes thing that he did on his own it was a guy in like las vegas and they uh, killed they tried to buy him out right and he wouldn't do it because he knew that what they were going to do with it and the oil oil tycoons and they they found him dead in his car in a in a on ramp yep this was before so, the internet right right well that was back when i was just like a year old but uh those things are out there for anybody interested you can go out there and you know look them up there's there's all kinds of lore where <clears throat> you know uh average joes have sorry i gotta clear my throat that's all right bob while you're doing that there was uh i can't remember how long ago it was where's a guy he would take distilled water and an, an electrical charge and basically what it would do was it would separate the hydrogen and the oxygen yeah hydrogen and the oxygen in the water and then they would use that and they would put they would run that through the injection system and it would give you a, a ton more power also giving you a lot better fuel mileage and basically they said that 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 would that, that it's too dangerous because the hydrogen would explode now when i say these things it wasn't they weren't even the size of a coke can that's how much water right. and hydrogen it was so there was it wasn't that big of a deal but they don't want this to happen and this is what bothers me is that whenever you decide to make something that's going to make uh you know, millionaires, multimillionaires, uh, not multimillionaires again, they seem to get pissed off at this and do everything in their power to stop you. Now, just think right now, if we had, and I know we have the technology to do this, that we could have cars, uh, internal combustion engines that would get 100 to 150 miles per gallon and they would run cleaner and more efficient 
why wouldn't we go that route? Like, in other words, who is investing in this Green New Deal, this battery-powered, wind-powered bullshit that, I mean, some big money people must be invested in this for this to continue to go this way. Well, back in, I think it was 1991, I had read a story. Uh, I forget where, but I had read it in, and, and it was a college up uh, near Chicago had invented a, a, a carburation system. Basically it was a Mercedes Benz that would run on hemp oil. Oh, really? Which cost pennies a pennies a gallon to produce, yielded zero emissions from the car or from the production process. I'm sure there was some uh, carbon footprint from the electricity used to convert the or or to get the oil out of the hemp seed, you know, out of the hemp plants. But yeah, and never heard about it again. And I think that was probably a case of. because it was a college, so it was probably their intellectual pop- property. And some, some uh, oil oil tycoon walked up and said, "Here's your money. Appreciate the idea. See you later. Squash it." I mean, to be honest with you, so here I am. I'm sitting here one day uh, doing something scientific, and I figure out a way to make a car run 150 miles a gallon. And then somebody comes up to me and says, "Hey, you know what? We'll buy that off you for 250 million. I'd be like, "Here, here you go." Fuck the planet. <laughs> I'm thinking about me and mine. Well, right? but the only thing that I have with these, you know, lore, all of this lore is that it would, you know, now in the last, what, 10, 20 years, there's been a big push by the governments to auto industries to, to raise up gas mileage. They have deadlines. They have to make the cars hit at least this many miles per gallon by this date. Why don't they just use that, uh, that, these technologies that they bought up and squashed, you know, years ago, if they really existed, you know? So here's a, here's a, uh, a lithium mine. This is one that's in China. Wow. Holy mackerel. It does. It looks like a crater. It looks like a, a crater from a meteorite hit. And that's let's insane. see. Here's other, here's other ones right here. I don't know how this is going to pop up, but we'll see in a second. <clears throat> they said that there's a lot of that crap in uh, of Afghanistan. Super small. Yeah, they say there's a lot of uh, lithium in Afghanistan. So I say just give those guys a shovel and come back in a couple of years when they unearth it. It's it's not pretty. So, yeah, you won't really want that in your back. Well, this is what they were doing with coal. They were doing the same thing with coal. You know, instead of you know, mining, they were just like knocking the whole mountain down and washing it. It's all their mines in China. And it's it's also interesting when you look up um, who provides like right here where where all the lithium that's you know dug up out of the ground where it's coming from. So, hmm. yeah, I, so I looked that up back when uh, Tesla started becoming kind of a household name. Yeah, I don't know. I I kind of like my gas powered cars. I'm I'm a little old fashioned like that, Bob. Well, I think. I mean, they're doing this in the name of uh, cl- climate change, but I think that climate change is about to be over. Why is that? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You just didn't say what you just said. How do, how do you say climate change is almost over? How does that happen, Bob? Because all I hear on the news media is climate change and climate change. And oh, my God, we got to stop the climate change. We can't, we can't do this and we can't do that because of climate change. 
I mean, well, I, I read an article earlier that said that they're now basically they're, they are uh, turning toward the wealthy to do their part to fight climate change. You know, multiple having multiple large homes, private jets, gas guzzling limos and luxury cars, all these things increase their individual carbon footprint. Uh, How dare you? Know, you? One, exactly. One, 1% of the world's population accounts for 50% of the greenhouse gas emissions from air travel alone. So 1%, the upper 1% flying around in their private shit. But listen, they're the 1%. They're the special people, Bob. Well, and the special people get special privileges. Who, who'd have thought that, I don't know, flying to Italy for lunch was bad for the environment? John Kerry... Well, I have to fly my private jet because I have the nation's business to do, and I have enough money because my wife owns ketchup. Don't forget Al Gore, who, well, you know, I'm flying around preaching about climate change. Yeah. Remember I'm getting paid $200,000. Is his wife still alive, Tipper, or did she kick the bucket? I, I don't know. Um, I can't remember. What I know about her is I, I lived in Tennessee whenever he was governor. Back oh, okay. in the uh, mid '80s, and she was the head of the PMRC, which I was a, a metalhead, so I was very closely. Yeah, she was I, the I one. Who, that one, yeah. We have to put labels on these albums so the children, Bob, the children mm-hmm. don't hear filthy mm-hmm. words. The Parent Music Resource uh, Center, or something like that, PMRC. They, yeah, and and all that them putting the parental advisory labels on albums do was make them sell better. Sure. I know this because I was one of those who would buy them if they had them on them. The best way to make something go viral or people to buy it is to say they can't have it. Like, in other words, you know, I don't know, any kind, anything, uh, albums, comedy, you know, if you can't, so-and-so cannot, uh, I don't know, let's Louis C.K. Louis C.K. can't play, they cancel them. So, but then as soon as Louis C.K. comes out of retirement or, he books a place where he can do comedy. It'll sell out in a country second. Everybody wants to hear what he has to say. Well, do you remember a time when uh, Walmart would not sell any anything that had any foul language in it? It would all, it would all be like edited or bleeped out. No, they did. Well, yes. really? every CD you would buy, if it was Eminem, if it was the Two Live Crew, doesn't matter. It was bleeped out, it, it, or it was a re-recorded, clean version of the same stuff. Yeah. Now we just say, fuck it. It's well, so funny. You know, you know, Walmart must have sold a lot, moved a lot of you know units because if they're going to re-record something or, or totally edit, you know, the release just for them. Sure they would. Insane. They absolutely I just thought this was a funny story about them uh, going after the uh, rich, be- the, uh, the uh, cl- climate change group going after the rich because the same morons that, that support the, the climate change uh, rhetoric in the media and publications, well, they now that they own these are the, the rich people that own the media, that own the newspapers, that own the magazines are now having the fingers pointed at them for their own bullshit. That, that'll stop. They're never going to do that. Kill that story. I don't want them to be. Yeah, it's about the little they'll just ignore it. Run the story. But they're, they're not talking about me. They're talking about everybody else. Right. Yes, it's the, it's the peasants, the the slaves, the uh, common folk. They're the ones. They're the ones that are taking all. See, we only use even though we use more 
we're only there's only a few of us, so it's not that big of a deal. If they sacrifice, then we will be able to still be able to keep the lifestyle that we've grown accustomed to. No, I say so. Next story here. Don't worry, we won't have to deal with Biden too much longer. And here's proof. Harris's poll numbers rise as Biden's fall. They're Jeez. getting you ready, getting you prepped. I'm scared, Bob. Nothing. I mean, yeah, don't me get all wrong. these freaking pop ups. No, I'm scared that, you know, she's actually going to run this country. And there is not a dumber per- person on the planet. So a Gallup poll last week showed 49% approval. Uh, sorry, 49% approved of Harris's job. Uh, as vice president, six points higher than Biden's 43%. Question. Significant change for both of them. Okay. So what have they, t- what have they put her in charge of? They put her in charge of the oh. southern border. How's what, that working out? What they don't talk about here is how both of their damn numbers are negative. Like they're both under, under 50%, which is considered negative. So neither of them are uh, getting actual support here. If they ran the election again today, with Trump and Biden, do you think Biden still wins? They say, listen, you know what? Well, yeah, they, because they're going to do the same thing they did before. They don't care as as long as Orange Man can't tweet anymore. They don't care. Oh, I got an email today saying parlors back up. Come on back. You can say whatever you want. Yeah, no, I'm good. I, I didn't even know it was down again. I don't know. They're I guess they're not getting any action, you know, so. Well, I would imagine. I'm so I, listen, I only go to twitter to look at news stories and every once in a while throw some shade on some stupid people like the guy from young turks what's his name chink uger i don't know what a stupid name well he decides that he's tweeting out again he's taking on big joe rogan and uh because i don't know again i don't know what every time rogan opens his mouth he makes news sure and now you know and i just said hey listen Rogan by himself is more successful, more talented, more entertaining than your whole entire network. So maybe you should just sit down and shut up and pay attention and maybe learn something. I have to address a comment. Oh, wife says, where am I going to buy toilet paper now? Well, honey, you don't need to because I keep finding it in apartments when I go paint them. So I just bring it home with me. You bring OP, other people's toilet paper home. It's it's unused rolls. It's not like I'm like taking it off of their, you know, roller thing. They leave it underneath the cabinet. I'm like, oh, this is good stuff. I'm, I'm not like, I don't bring home like one ply. I don't bring home John Wayne toilet paper. It, it doesn't take any shit off of it. It doesn't take. Yeah, John Wayne shit don't take no shit off nobody. John Wayne toilet paper doesn't take no shit off of anybody. That's right. <laughs> so have you been, um, keeping up with uh anything going on in the last couple of days regarding this this bill the one for the bill 3.5 trillion dollars that they just uh basically printed the money for yeah well i don't know what happened i know they were supposed to try to put a vote today and then they were worried about the debt ceiling yeah well they they voted against the debts raising the debt uh thing but they somehow pushed the bull the bill through so they pushed a three point five trillion bill through, to my knowledge. Are you kidding me? So I loved it though because, um, well, 
See if I Who can voted it. for it? Did the guy from West Virginia, did he vote for it? Oh, no, this is through the House, right? Well, it was the only opposition technically was in the uh, Senate. Uh, so that right, so the House passed and now it's got to go to Senate, to the Senate. You know, Mitch McConnell, he had a... <laughs> so have you heard, I don't know if you've heard this, print the coin. Have you heard about mint the coin? Were they going to mint a one billion or one trillion dollar coin or billion one, dollar coin or something? Yes, to, they were going to mint. They were going to mint a one trillion dollar platinum coin, and then they were going to take that and deposit it in the. They were going to buy back the bonds. Well, I'm saying, well, how does that even work? Because if I decided to make and mint a coin for five hundred thousand dollars and then deposited it in my bank account. I would go to jail for counterfeiting. Well, theoretically, there should be something backing up the value of that coin. And the only thing, the most valuable thing this country has anymore that can even come close to the number of dollars we have out there, uh, it used to be oil, was gold, then it was oil. Now it's our debt. So the only thing valuable about this country is its debt. So I mean, that's my theory, I don't, I'm an idiot and I paint, you know, paint apartments for a living. So I'm not a, well, expert. I'm an idiot too. I don't Economics. even paint apartments. So, okay. So here's my thing. When are we, the peasants going to just say, we've had enough, we've had enough with you taking every, you got our hands, you got your hands in our pockets at every turn. And I mean, every turn there's every time you take out a dollar, that every time that dollar's spent, it, you know they they they're getting a piece of it. They're getting a piece of it, and it's it's too much. They're taking too much now. We have supported the world forever, and now we can't do it anymore. We cannot support the world anymore, and I don't know what they're they're trying. I I think they're just trying to destroy the country. That's where I'm going. At. I've got videos and, for all this stuff. Yeah. Um, so here's that's one of this. I think that's what this uh, reporter in the audience is trying to get out of her is like, you know, this money. Where's like where where's it coming from, basically in here? Um, I want to ask you about what Republicans are pointing to in the analysis from the Joint Committee on Taxation. They say, according to if I've read the chart correctly, more than 16 percent of tax. Because what what has been said by Biden and, and, and others in his camp is that this will be. Paid for by the rich, taxing the rich. See, man. So this is the answer. Okay. This is this is their answer. And then that's what this this guy's trying to get at. And, and I apologize that it's mono audio. Payers would see their taxes increase under the, the, the bill that's approved by the House Ways and Means Committee. Will the president sign that bill if, as it is, is coming out of that committee, or will he insist on the changes so that he will maintain his commitment that taxes won't go up on people making $400,000 a year? I have not looked at the uh, document or the report that you have put out. Obviously, the president's, or that you have referenced, I should say, that the Republicans put out. Uh, obviously, the president's commitment remains not raising taxes for anyone uh, making less than $400,000 a year. There are some, and I'm not sure if this is the case in this report, mm-hmm. who argue that in the past, companies have passed on these costs to consumers. I'm not sure if that's the argument being made in this report. We feel that that's unfair and absurd, and the American people would not stand for that. But I will take a closer look at this report and get you a more substantive response. Go ahead, Jackie. So 
Hang so on. apparently she's denying that the way things work. And I have questions here that I would like to pass on to you that I would like to ask you real quick. Okay. Are our taxes. Do, do taxes go into the cost of operation uh, on a business? I mean, yes. it goes into the cost of operating a household, but, but on a business, a corporate, yes. whatever. Okay. Absolutely. It does. Um, does, is this a fair statement? Price, doesn't matter. Hold on. Prices of goods and services are based on cost of production. Is that yes. a fair statement? Okay. Yeah. Raising taxes on corporations will equal increased prices on goods and services. Is that are these fair assumptions? Yes. So why is she saying that they're not going to do that? That that when they raise taxes on these wealthy on the I'm sorry on these corporations that they're not going to pass that cost on to the consumer. Because she's a fucking moron. He's a fucking moron. They're all fucking morons and they think we're morons. And that's the problem here. The problem is that when you raise taxes on businesses, they pass that on to the consumer. So when he says that he's not raising taxes on anybody that's making under $400,000, it's bullshit because we get to pay the taxes for the rich or the people that are making over $400,000. The people that are getting freaking killed right now are people that are on fixed incomes the the lowest i mean food prices are ridiculous right now you can't go and uh, one person buying groceries for a week you can't buy groceries for a week for less than 150 dollars five years ago for, for half of that 75 dollars you could buy it's a week worth of groceries yeah all right so the three dollar a gallon gas Right. And the yeah, and you don't think three dollar where do you so when they move when the gas goes up, this is what this is I love this shit. Gas goes up, so the first thing they do is they put a surcharge. Whenever you're shipping something, they put a gas surcharge on there. Then gas goes down and they, they don't do any they just they stop saying it's a gas surcharge. Then gas goes up, then they put another gas surcharge on. So they put it never goes down. It never, ever, ever goes down. And when they raise the price of gas, it raises the price of shipping, and that is all passed on to the consumer. So when these people, either they think we are idiots or they are morons, take your pick. She clears it up for us. Oh, my God, her. What our value? Let's not talk about numbers. Let's and dollars. Let's talk about values. Something that might violate the bird rule or provisions of privilege, whatever that is. And that's a, 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 a it's, it's not just, um, we have some, uh, shall we say, bird bath pr privilege kinds of things. How, how, how much in agreement are we on that? So that adding up what our priorities are should take us to a number. What the Clear fuck mud. did she just say? What did she just say? Hold there wasn't a fucking thing that came out of her mouth that I understood. <laughs> My teeth are falling out. Hold on. Let me clack that back up. Okay. So basically, let's not talk numbers. Let's not. A dollar's not a dollar. What I'm we need a bird is bath. values. <clears throat> I don't know. Fucking idiot. She, she clears it up. Here. Keep government open. We intend. We have to do those imminently, uh, in, in, more imminently even, uh, to address the full Obama agenda of building back better. Obama with, agenda. And I love to say building back better. 
I love it too. Uh, yeah, building mm. back better by shoving it up the the, the American people's ass. Building well, back. I, better. I think rather than having metal detectors on the doors of the Capitol building, we should have breathalyzers. How about that? How about gray matter detectors? Why don't we just see if there's any brains in anybody? Well, to do? <laughs> I tried to dig up um, some info on this bill to see what kind of bullshit goes on. And I just, man, this, I came across this video and I thought this guy nails it. I'll just let him tell you. Uh, he talks better than I do anyway. And, and he has a green screen. Ooh, here we go. <clears throat> Next time somebody tells you to tax the rich, ask them if they even know where that money goes. Let's start with the architect of the capital budget for $800 million a year. That's what they spend maintaining the capital building complex. How about the ATF at $1.4 billion a year? Ever heard of the senator's official personnel and office expense account? Yeah, every senator between 3 and $5 million a year. On top of that, every senator and congressman gets $40,000 a year to furnish their offices. That includes their D.C. offices and home state offices. Immigration and Customs Enforcement at $8 billion a year. Although I don't know why you would fund an agency and then purposely overrun it. Sex education for Ethiopian prostitutes, $2 million. Live streaming eclipses, 3.7 mil. And an airport on Martha's Vineyard, $12 million. We give tens of hundreds of millions of dollars to dozens of different countries around the world. Some are in the billions. Not to mention what just happened in Afghanistan. We gave $853 million to the World Health Organization. Another $11 billion to the UN. Remember that $2 trillion stimulus package? The one that was 5,000 pages long? Yeah, everybody got 1400 bucks. so God only knows what happened to the other $1,500 billion. We know the Smithsonian got a billion dollars on top of their $1 billion a year budget. We already talked about the Capitol, but how about the White House? $20 million on presidential vacations, another $6 million to cut the grass. And this is from 2012. Not to mention the war on drugs, where more Americans are overdosing now than any other time in history, costing taxpayers somewhere around $9 million a day. So the next time Legally Brunette tells you to tax the rich and all the simps out there start agreeing with her, you can kindly explain to them that the answer is not more taxes. The answer is less fucking spending. Boom. He nailed it, man. I, I could not have done it better. Dude, if they went out and every day put out what we're spending our money on, they would wheel the guillotines into Washington and start lopping off heads like the French did. I mean, this is utter bullshit. It's got to stop. The country can't take this anymore. We can't take this anymore. And the, and the thing is, they can't they can't spend. They're trying to spend their way out of this. And it's just not there. It's just not the way. It's so stupid. You know what it's like? It's like saying the best way to take a punch is to lean into it. Yeah. I mean, you it's just, the just, stupidest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Get your feet planted in the ground better. Yeah. Stick your chin out, lean into it, and lock your knees. That'll The punch will hurt less. Give them a target. <clears throat> For the love of everything, holy. And there's, there's uh, provisions in this bill that are wonderful. Check this out. One interesting thing that nobody noticed on Saturday, some unnamed actor, some subterranean vermal in the House of Representatives inserted what turned out to be a remarkable provision into the so-called budget reconciliation bill. Almost nobody outside the Congress noticed it was there, and that's really not surprising. The bill is one of the biggest in all of human history. It's nearly 2,500 pages long, 
it spends $3.5 trillion. Where does that money come from? Well, it was just newly printed by the Federal Reserve for the occasion. The provision in question was hidden on page 168 of that bill. And here's what it says. Going forward, the federal government will bankrupt any company that refuses to comply with Joe Biden's vaccine mandate. Fuck him. Do you have an unvaccinated worker in your office? The fine for that will be $700,000 payable to the U.S. Treasury for each and every one of them. I have more on this after this clip. Even by the standards of Washington, that is a lot of money. Here's a comparison. In June, the federal government penalized a chemical company in West Virginia after its plant exploded, killing an employee and sending two others to the hospital. The fine in that case, $12,288. So there you have it, written out in black and white, the moral priorities of the Democratic Party. Killing people in chemical plants is bad. It's about $12,000 bad. But failing to get a Joe Biden-mandated COVID vaccine, even if you've already recovered from COVID and have natural immunity that is more powerful than any shot, that's much, much worse. How much worse? It is 58 times worse than killing people in a chemical plant explosion. Democrats did the math on that, and they wrote it down. This whole approach, if you take three steps back to COVID, is a little weird when you think about it. If you really wanted to protect the public, the American people, from this virus, the first thing you would do is encourage them to be healthy, meaning get off your phone, get outside, spend some time in nature. So we've all heard that argument, and that's kind of where it goes after this. But uh, I, I wasn't sure if what now he fact checks pretty well. But I also came across this, which actually shows you the provision that's in the bill. So let me share this with you real quick. Uh, one moment. Click here, click here. I, you know what? I, I might not be able to do this show anymore. My blood pressure can't take this. There it goes. This one's quick. Late breaking news out of Washington, D.C. As many Americans have noticed over the last few months, the Democrats aren't even trying to hide their evil. On page 168 of Joe Biden's budget reconciliation bill, it states the federal government will bankrupt any company that refuses to comply with Joe Biden's vaccine mandate. So the Democrats will now fine small business owners $700,000 per employee who is not vaccinated. Now, what that is, is they went back to a I think it was a 1972 bill uh, provision that basically said that, you know, that uh, corporations or companies have a responsibility to their workers to protect them under OSHA stuff from, you know, death, getting sick, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And the fine then was 70,000. The the fine set in that version of the provision was $70,000. Well, they basically multiplied it by 10 and called it 700,000 for this new provision that's in this bill. That is just as illegal as it comes. It's, it's it, how can I not be against the Constitution? Where in the hell do, do people again? I, I got to go back to where is where are where are the people with common sense? Where are the Republicans on this? They're in Slovenia. Don't now, even. I've, I've got the audio muted for this because it's just a bunch of air. But this is in Slovenia and this is the the uh, locals. Basically, they're about to block this highway over uh, vaccine stuff. Now, I was kind of against this when it was, you know, for Black Lives Matter and all that. But for here, I'm kind of like, yeah, I don't know. What do you think? Do you ever support this kind of? This activity? doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything. It does. What, what really needs to happen is this kind of stuff has to happen. Like, in other words, 
there now has to be this many people marching on Washington, D.C. They have to be in there. They have to be shutting down the 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 roads going into the Capitol. Right. They have to. Yeah. This is where this has to happen. This has to happen in every state, you know, every state um, capital. This is where this stuff has to go go on. And I mean, in numbers that rival Black Lives Matter, because what happens is if if that happened where we would overtake, and when I mean, I'm talking probably hundreds of thousands of people to overtake Washington, D.C., and go in there and peacefully protest. I'm not saying go in there and riot. Yeah, yet. you don't want another J6. Yet, yet, yet. Not yet. It's getting close. Yeah. Uh, this is, a, and it just, it's a shot across the bow. And, and what we're saying is, well, <laughs> what we're saying is that if this doesn't change, that in November, none of you will have a job. Well, the ballot box, I don't think, is going to do it anymore. Like, it's not going to fix things. Well, because you get, you're just unless we get a third party, the only way to do this is to have a third party. Well, there's also a certain level of doubt in the ballot box these days. Well, forget about that. What about the people that are steadfast uh, and stand with this and they are... They're all for this. The people that are like, listen, if you're not vaccinated, then you're the problem. If you're not vaccinated, you shouldn't you should go to jail. If you're not vaccinated, you should. Uh, you know, you shouldn't be able to provide for your family. You should I watch mean, more Stephen Colbert bits. Here this, we go. This my God. Come on, everybody. And for once, it's not for stuttering John Melendez. Gagia! This is the gayest fucking thing I've ever seen. Hold on. Look at the shoes on these. Got to do the big shoe dance. Look at these looks people like dildos on their head. Yes, okay. no masks. Let's go ahead and there's not a mask. Together. There's not a mask on anybody in the audience. Well, you know why? No, they're all vaccinated, John. They're totally safe. It doesn't matter. The vaccinated are still uh, given the COVID no. to other vaccinated people. That guy has 19 writers and he gets paid 15 million dollars, and that's what they come up with. But hey, that's not all. We got more from the $19 million. I'm sorry, 19 uh, riders and uh, $15 million. Capital hearings, so many have circled on their calendars. General Mark Milley answering questions under oath. He'll be asked about his actions in the last days of the Trump presidency. Including calls. Now, you may not get this. I think this is a little John song that they're about to parody. Planning an attack. Some Republicans have accused Milley of treason. He needs to resign. and If he won't resign, he needs to be fired. That's treason. And I would think I've had so many calls today saying that's treason. That is treason. The Late Show is proud to present General Milley's opening statement. Fifteen million a year, nineteen writers. Well, 
they're they're over eight months into their hero's presidency and they're still attacking Trump. So the other day, so this November, the governor of New Jersey uh, is up for election. And that's Phil McBeaver Teeth Murphy. And the other day they had a uh, debate with him and the guy, Jack Citarelli. I think his name is Cicerelli, Cicerelli, something like that. Some kind of Italian name. I say just Jack. So they had a debate and Jack was just hammering him on everything he did. And the only thing that Murphy could come back with was Trump. Trump did this. Trump did that. Right. So. In, on Twitter, they someone from the Jack's office said every time that uh, Governor Murphy says Trump drink. Well, a half an hour later, it said, please don't do that. We don't need any alcohol poisoning. <laughs> the hospitals are too full. I mean, everything was Trump's fault. This guy is responsible for anything. He's he's as has almost as many nursing homes deaths as New York did. Uh, he is a basically straight up tyrant and I'm, he needs I'm, to go. I'm surprised that a uh, former governor uh, Cuomo didn't blame Trump for all of the. Well, misconduct the thing, on his behalf. The thing was that they didn't get him for that. They got him for uh, all his sexual exploits and all his uh sexual harassment and all that other shit that was going on. That's what they got him on. They didn't go after him for the nursing home deaths and everything that he did. I mean, did you see uh, Rand Paul uh, kind of grilling? Um, I think he's the secretary of just a second. I'm an idiot. Uh, Xavier Becerra is the 25th secretary of the Department of Health and Human Services. He was appointed by Biden, of course, and he's the first Latino to hold that office. Mm-hmm. Uh, because that's important. Um, well, now, this is a did you did you catch any of this? Because it's I have not. It's a long video, but if you're interested in it, it really goes by qu- quickly um, to see Rand. Rand, I've keep telling the wife Rand Paul is. I'm sorry, I'd, uh, a lot of you out there may disagree, but I think Rand Paul is a wonderful, um, a wonderful politician. I think he does very well. He's very honest, and he's also a doctor. So uh, I, th- I think he's qualified. I think that that makes him more qual- qualified to speak on this particular topic. Isn't so, he an ophthalmologist? Is, or is he a, is he a, still has a, a medical degree? Okay, I'm Just not saying. sure what his area of expertise is. I I should know. Okay. More. I like Rand Paul. I do. Are you familiar with an Israeli study? If you want me to pause this at any time, let me know. Million patients and found that the vaccinated group was actually seven times more likely to get infected with COVID than the people who had gotten COVID naturally. Senator, I'd have to get back to you on that one. I'm not familiar with that study. Well, you think you might want to be if you're going to travel the country insulting the uh, millions of Americans, including NBA star Jonathan Isaac, who have had COVID recovered. Look at a study with 2.5 million people and say, well, you know what? It looks like my immunity is as good as a vaccine or not. And in a free country, maybe I ought to be able to make that decision. Instead, you've chosen to travel the country calling people like Jonathan Isaac and others, myself included, flat earthers. We find that very insulting, goes against the science. 
Are you a doctor or a medical doctor? I'm sorry. I'm going to pause it here. This this is the Secretary of Health and Human Services going around calling people flat earthers because of their particular take on the vaccine or or COVID in general. Do you do you think that's I don't know becoming of the office that he holds? I, I you know what I, I'd be honest with you I don't even care that what I care about is the people that are running this country, the people that are supposed to be taking care of what's going on right here, refuse, refuse to sit back and listen to anything else except their stupid narrative. And again, when if you have COVID and you have the natural immunities, it is better than the vaccine and you should not. But they don't even want to talk about that. How dare anybody talk about that? I have an argument that I'll throw. That's a problem for me. So so why is this? Why are they pushing this vaccine so hard when if you right now it looks like it's not even working as far as the so much for so much for YouTube? It doesn't even look like it's working, if you ask me. Well, I think it's it's doing the job that they intended it to do. We'll just say that and press play. I've worked uh, over 30 years on health so policy. You're, you're not a medical doctor. Do you have a science degree? And yet you travel the country calling people flat earthers who have had COVID, looked at studies of millions of people and made their own personal decision that their immunity they naturally acquired is sufficient. But you presume somehow to tell over 100 million Americans who have survived COVID that we have no right to determine our own medical care. You alone are on high and you've made these decisions, a lawyer with no scientific background, no medical degree. This is an arrogance coupled with an authoritarianism that is unseemly and un-American. You, sir, are the one ignoring the science. The vast preponderance of scientific studies, dozens and dozens show robust, long-lasting immunity after COVID infection. Even the CDC does not recommend measles vaccine if you have measles immunity. The same was true for smallpox. But you ignore history and science to shame the flat earthers, as you call them. You should be ashamed of yourself and apologize to the American people for being dishonest about naturally acquired immunity. You want more people to choose vaccination? So do I. You want to lessen vaccine hesitancy? So do I. You want to have that happen? Quit lying to people about naturally acquired immunity. Quit lording it over people, acting as if these people are deplorable and unwashed. Try persuasion instead of government cudgels. Try humility instead of arrogance. Try freedom instead of coercion. But most of all, try understanding that there's no more basic medical right than deciding what we inject into our bodies. Today, after hearing that millions of people in a study prove, show without a doubt that there's a great deal of immunity from getting it naturally, do you want to apologize to the 100 million Americans who suffered through COVID, survived, have immunity, and yet you want to hold them down and vaccinate them? Do you want to apologize for calling those people flat earthers? Senator, I appreciate your question and appreciate that everyone has their opinion. Uh, We follow the facts and the science at HHS. We use the expertise of the medical professionals, the scientists at uh, HHS to make decisions. 
Uh, it's a team effort, and we rely on what is on the ground showing us results. Except for the dozens and dozens of studies. In fact, most, if not all, of the studies show robust immunity from getting the disease naturally. The CDC says if you've had measles and have immunity, you don't have to be vaccinated. The same was true of smallpox. You're selectively doing this because you want us to submit to your will. You have no scientific background, no scientific degrees, and yet you aren't really concerned about 100 million Americans who had the disease. You just want to tell us, do as you're told. That's what you're telling us. You want to mandate this on all of us. You're going to tell us if I have 100 employees, you're going to put me out of business with a $700,000 fine if I don't obey what you think is a science. Don't you understand that it's presumptuous for you to be in charge of all the science? Have you ever heard of the second opinion? I can't go to my doctor and ask my doctor's opinion. I mean, this is, is, is incredibly arrogant combined with this authoritarian nature that you think, well, we'll just tell all of America to do what I say and they better or we'll find them or put them in jail or not let them go to school or not let them travel. The science is against you on this. The science is clear. Naturally acquired immunity is as good as a vaccine. The Israel study actually showing it better. This isn't an argument against the vaccine, but it's an argument for letting people make a decision who already have immunity. You're not willing to consider natural immunity? Senator, our team has reviewed every study that's out there on COVID, whether it's from Israel, from the U.S. or wherever else. They have used the facts that have been provided through the uh, rigorous research that's been done to reach conclusions. 660 odd thousand Americans and more have died because of COVID. We're trying to do everything we can to save as many as possible. Answer the fucking question. Answer the question. You didn't answer the question. You're talking about the people that are dying. You're trying to scare the shit out of everybody. Answer the question. Is immunity, when you get the disease and you get over, is natural immunity as good as the vaccine? And if it is, then why do they have to get the vaccine? Don't tap dance around the goddamn answer. Tell us what the... You listen to the science. You're sitting there, you tell you listen to everything. But meanwhile, you can't answer a simple yes or no fucking question. And they also, he said that 600,000 plus have died from COVID. No, I disagree with that. They died with COVID. Not everybody who died that is in that count died directly from COVID. This is a fucking sham. And I'm not talking about the disease. I'm not talking. Of course, COVID's real. Of course. This man. This is a sham. This shit right here, where if you've got the disease and you have the antibodies and you don't need a vaccine. All right. And they can't sit there and say it. They refuse to. You could hold them down. They will not do it. And why? Why won't they do it? It's anybody with an ounce and half ounce, a quarter ounce of common sense would know that if you have natural immunity, you do not need the vaccine. So why? Why can't you say it? There's some bullshit afoot. There's some nonsense going on. And this guy sits there. They should grab him, drag him out by under his arms and throw him off the fucking Capitol steps. and say, come back when you can answer the fucking question. We're using the facts. We're following the science and following the law. Nobody's arguing the severity of this, but you are completely ignoring the science on natural immunity. So is Fauci. So is the whole group. You're just ignoring it because you want submission. You want everybody just to submit to your will, do as you're told, 
despite the evidence, the large body of scientific evidence that says naturally acquired immunity does work is an important part of how we're all going to recover from this. So is the vaccine. But when you add them together, we're at a much different place than if you ignore them. 100 million Americans, by conservative CDC estimates, have had the disease. 200 million or more now have been vaccinated. It's a good thing. Combined together, it's how the disease is. Nobody wants to get the disease. We're not advising anybody to get the disease. But if you're unlucky enough to get it, think of the nurses and doctors and orderlies who all bravely took care of COVID patients. There was no vaccine for a year and a half. They took care of people, risked their lives. They got it, survived. And now people like you are arrogant enough to say, you can no longer work in the hospital because you've already had the disease. We're going to force you to take a vaccine that the science does not prove is better than naturally acquired. That's an arrogance that should be chastened. And that, and it's also, they're going to fine you $700,000. This is such bullshit. And you won't see this on the network news and you won't see this anywhere else. And this is why... When if you try to, do, you know, again, we're nobody. Nobody watches this show on YouTube. I mean, what are we at? Thirty five, forty five views. But if we had anywhere, they would take YouTube would take this channel down. And the fact that we're not allowed to. I mean, this is just basic common sense. And that guy sits there and just dances around here. Says, oh, we watch. We'd listen to every study. We take and All our people are sitting there looking at. Well, if then tell me why. That if these studies say that uh, the natural immunity, if when you recover from COVID, is better than the vaccine, why do you have to get the vaccine? And then some, some studies are showing that if you have natural immunity and you get the vaccine, it ruins your natural immunity. Could I think all of them show that. All of them show that. Yeah. So maybe that if you have the natural immunity. And that now you won't take the vaccine because that'll get rid of your natural immunity. Well, why would you want to have fun? Uh, get get COVID, get over it. Still have antibodies, uh, you know, measurable antibodies in in your system, and then go get the vaccine. Have fun with that. Go ahead. Yeah, they say at first they were saying that not to do that if you already had it. That it was. Uh, it was unadvised by doctors to go get the vaccine after you recovered. They said now all of a sudden that stopped, that changed. So, and then the other thing is that we are now, they are finding that we have treatments for this. The uh, monoclonal antibody shots. Monoclonal. Yes. Monoclonal. Is that the, Can't we just uh, say antibody shots? Is that Regeneron? I don't care. It's the antibody shots that you can get that, that Biden's trying to uh, shortchange Florida. Florida has been doing an excellent job with COVID, an excellent job. And they have the oldest population in the country. They have not shut down the economy over there. The people are walking around with masks. People are allowed that they still have their freedoms. They still have their their liberty. And and then what? So that they because they look good and you guys look like fucking morons. What you're going to do is you're going to take and kill more people in Florida by not giving them these shots where if people do get covid, you give them these shots and in three days they're fine. You know what um, fuels my skepticism in, in all of this, John? The fact no that what, what you just saw, they refuse to accept people who have natural immunity. Now, now, you know, granted it, 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 that can be a slightly dangerous game because you can have short COVID, which is having a day or two, 
kind of over it. You could have long COVID, which I'm pretty sure that I had long COVID eight, eight days without any, any medical attention short of, I thought I had a cold and I went to the doctor and got a bunch of bullshit that didn't do me any good. Um, this was before COVID. Um, they, you know, I, I think I had long COVID and, um, uh, that, that it gives you different, you know, levels of immunity, uh, of the antibodies. Uh, so, uh, that's, it is a slightly dangerous game to play. You could have somebody who had one or two, you know, mild things happen. They had a mild version of it and they, they're not as immune as somebody that had long COVID, you know? So yeah, it's, it, there's some danger there, but figure out a way to fucking measure it. You know? They're never going to do this. They don't care. They want to shut this. They want to shut this country down. They want to shut this. You could not, Bob, if you said to yourselves, if me and you sat down and said, how can we destroy the strongest economy in the world? How do we do that? How do we make that happen? Turn it over to Democrats. Well, not only no, that that's one way of doing it. But the way to do it would be to take it, take something like COVID and then scare the shit out of everybody. Uh, and then uh, that would basically ruin all small businesses. You're shutting down the schools. Again, the people are getting everything. St- st- everything. It's just mm-hmm. everything. And, our, and our supply chains are totally fucked right now. Totally right. fucked because of this, because of and, because it's affected um, the 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 employment of Americans. And and the, the part that bothers me is that they want me to respect their science. They don't want to respect mine. Which has it's been backed up, as you just heard, by countless uh, studies that prove that natural acquired immunity is better than the vaccine. Now, that's what they say. That's not what I'm saying. And but they they don't want to accept that, but they want me to accept that an eight year old decides they want to be a girl. So it's time for freaking gender blockers. Oh, Jesus Christ. You know what I'm saying? They want me to accept their science, but they don't want to accept mine. And, and, and mine has better evidence. The, see, the thing is, they know that they can't get they can't clamp down on the people. So what they're using is businesses to do their work. In other words, they can't. This is the most unconstitutional thing I've ever seen. And why anybody, I would say we're not even even going to, until that stipulation is removed from this bill, we are not passing it. There is no way you, that has to come out immediately. We're not even going to entertain it. What's that? It's already passed. Well, then everybody, everybody that voted for that bill, that passed that bill, they should the people that run against them in the next election should use that as a fucking sledgehammer and beat them to death with it. And they need to go. They need to be fired. As far as I'm concerned, the whole Congress needs to be fired. All of them. Get rid of Pelosi. After- get rid of Schumer. Get uh, I keep Rand Paul. I keep Rand Paul. I keep Rand Paul. He's the only one. I he's uh, him and I think uh, uh, what's Eddie Munster? <laughs> I can't remember. Ted Cruz. Ted I'm Cruz. not even sure about Ted Cruz now. I'm not even 100 well, percent sure. After the after after voting for this bill, uh, Lindsey Graham sent a letter to Biden uh, talking about the him. He really needs to address the. There's a uh, like 15,000 migrants that are walking right now through Mexico, about to hit the border. <sighs> Good luck with that there, uh, Graham. Good luck. Good luck. So I think we need a palate cleanser. I need something. 
Have you ever dealt with, uh, you've dealt with new construction in the elevator business, but I don't know yes. if you've ever had a home built or anything. Um, I no. saw this and I instantly thought, man, this would be an excellent, like small business to go into a good way to, you know, work for yourself and, and do something that you enjoy. I, um, I used to paint new homes when they were built and man, I'd see flaws all over the place. This guy, that's what he does for a living. And the home homeowners that are having this home built, well, they're average Joes. They don't know nothing about what to be, you know, looking for. Everything on the outside looks normal, right? This guy goes through and he finds problems. And I think it's a wonderful business. If you get ready to drop half a million dollars on a brand new house, you should probably get the outlets to not be loose. That's a beautiful transition that they did between the hardwood and tile. I would bet my next paycheck that this toilet's loose. And I would be right. Brand new house. Nice looking towel rack that they just decided to put a whole bunch of silicone caulk behind to try to get it to stick. Good looking shower stall, but I don't think I've ever seen that much caulk around a shower head. Uh, yes, one of my personal favorites. Whenever they installed part of the tile surround, they didn't even bother to take off the plastic. Coming around to the exterior of the home, we can literally see behind the brick and see the Tyvek vapor barrier. We have a giant void all the way up where the stone veneer meets the brick. This is a good looking porch. If it wasn't warped. And when you run out of Tapcon screws, you can just use putty to attach a spigot to the exterior. Looks like the site superintendent just decided to allow the guys to throw their trash under the deck. You should also not use a wood pallet to support a water heater. The hose bib is not even attached to the house. It's completely loose. And we have a damaged window, and instead of actually just replacing the trim, they just use caulk. And I don't know if you can see it from here, but the hardwood and tile in this area are not perfectly flush. It's about a half inch above the hardwood. That's a toe catcher. And on the sides and the corners, it's about a quarter of an inch. That's bad. Coming into the garage, as far as the handrail is concerned. Jesus Christ. Loose. One of my favorite parts is that they installed the garage door, but they didn't even bother connecting the motor to the <laughs> garage door. I love it. That's what you're getting for your... For hundreds of thousands of dollars. $400,000, yeah. Yeah, and, so, the, and these... These, you know, millennials are, are just buying the homes and, and they're just so happy to get the home. They can't wait to get the keys. And I don't blame them. I don't blame them. But damn, that is horrible. So in the elevator business, what they have is called the same thing. It's basically an elevator consultant. And so what the elevator consultant will do is work with the building and the elevator company. And then they will go through and make sure that everything that was supposed to be bought and, you know, the right supplies were bought and everything is right. And they'll go through the whole job. And then what they'll do is everything like that what they write up is called a punch list. And every sometimes the punch list would be five, six, seven pages long after a, a you know a new construction job. Yeah, or we call it a bump list, but yeah. Right. And then the same thing, if you're maintaining a building, you're supposed to have a certain amount of stuff done. And they'll go through and see if the machine rooms are clean, the cables are clean, you know, the cables are the right, you know, are they undersized? Do they need to be replaced? And, you know, stuff like that. They'll go through the whole thing, go through the building. So, yeah. And these guys, they're sticklers, you know, uh, it takes a certain kind of person 
to be a consultant like that. I mean, you really got to look at everything. You got to, you know, you don't want to miss anything because if you miss something and they find it later, then it's on you. It's on your insurance as, as the consultant. So that's it. What are you doing over there, Bob? Got your leather man out? I don't know what he's doing. Has he got a crab? What is that? I love it when he doesn't talk to me. I'm trying to find a fucking bottle opener on this damn thing. <laughs> I got a bottle I can't open. Well, I'm going to try a lighter. I just don't want it to like blow up in my hand. Hey, boom, worked. There we go. So what good was this piece of shit? Oh, there it is. There it is. Right there. That little piece of crap. All right. So I think we've done I think we've done it all. I think we've said it all, Bob. Now here's the thing. Going forward, what we're gonna do is we're gonna be here Monday morning and then Thursday night. Is that correct? Sounds good to me. All right. You wanna be here. If you want to come hang out, do things you don't want to do. Right. And if you've been watching or listening to this or you've stumbled across it and you like it, please tell somebody else. We're dying here. We're trying to grow here. You know us, over-opinionated and under-informed. And if, you know, every once in a while, I'll freak out and start screaming. Boomer News and Boomer Views. Exactly. Boomerbunker.com. Do you have a dad joke? I'm a dad, right? I always got jokes. I got two of them. Since I didn't say, we'll just do two for Thursday. Okay. Someone stole all my lamps. You'd think I'd be, you'd think that I would be upset, but I'm actually delighted. There we go. All right. I did a comedy for a a room full of ghosts. They booed me off stage. (laughs) Hey, you know what? Can I, can I, I have a TikTok joke. Yes. Can I end with that? Hell yes. I like this one. Hey, Crystal. Yeah. You want to hear a joke? Not really. I don't care. While watching TV with his wife, a man tosses peanuts into the air and catches them in his mouth. Just as he throws another peanut into the air, the front door opens, causing him to turn his head. The peanut falls into his ear and gets stuck. His daughter comes in with her date. The man explains the situation, and the daughter's date says, I can get the peanut out. He tells the father to sit down. He shuts two fingers into the father's nose and tells him to blow hard. The father blows and the peanut flies out of his ear. After the daughter takes her date to the kitchen for something to eat, the mother turns to the father and says, isn't he smart? I wonder what he plans to be. (laughs) The father says, from the smell of his fingers, I'd say our (laughs) son-in-law. That one cracked me. Wrap it up. I got to pee. All right. We'll talk to you next week. Bye, everyone.